how are you guys doing? Like I miss her so much. Like I miss the the I love yous that we used to get from her. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't. Like my life is over. Like I'm suffering every day. It's a struggle. And then I got to the mortuary after my grandmother had been in the fridge for some time. I was like, take her out. And now we had to learn to survive, just the two of us. I think if we were not together, we would have probably been raped. I then just one night, he walked in to our bedroom and then literally just tried it. <gasps> Did he like come in between you guys? Was his wife home? Yes. yes. You guys, I'm shocked. Well, he's a pastor, so okay. Hi guys, how are you guys doing? It's your girl Owami Nechwazoro, aka Miss Pia Fofo, and welcome back to my channel. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is the same twist, but it's an Owami takeover. Come on, the part two that you guys have been waiting for, and of course, you guys knew I had to fight to come back. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> how are you guys doing? It's so nice to actually have you guys see me here yes. again. So, hi guys, welcome to my channel. <laughs> Listen, we are so happy to be with you again. Yes. I mean, the moment you see you, we just start talking. We have so much to talk about. You I keep know. saying, the medicine keeps saying that, right? And guess what? Mm -hmm. When we're doing our makeup in the morning, she said to me, what are we going to talk about? I'm like, you've been saying you want a part two. <laughs> now you're asking me what we're going to talk about. I'm like, yeah. excuse me, sweetheart. You know, Oami is not coming all the way to say Twitch TV and then you don't have content to talk about. But yeah, yeah we're really thrilled to have you back. Thank it was an you. honor having you the first time. And yeah. um, we're hey, still grateful. Again. Again. Yes. Guys, Milandi loved. You? I am loved. We, we love you. <laughs> let's, not love for, you guys. let's not talk for other people. We love you. And Aww. I love you guys too, of course. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, okay. So, obviously, last time mm -hmm. yeah. um, we came, we sat here, we were talking. Um, I was like, we need a part two. Because mm -hmm. I definitely mm -hmm. need to know about, you know, you guys being married, you know, mm -hmm. and just, you know, personal life. Obviously, you guys know me. If for some of you guys that don't know, I'm an award-winning entertainment blogger. So, Gossip oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> is my thing, you know. So, I need <laughs> to know. <laughs> definitely. But um, before we actually start, yeah. obviously, I think that a lot of you guys will know that you guys did lose your grandmom. Yes. Yes. Oh. Um, and oh, I think you were there. Thank you for being there for us. You're welcome. There yeah. was no way when I was we came to the funeral, come. she was yeah. really there for us. Like you really just like stepped up as a friend. Um, and I think mm. that in our industry, it's it's rare. Yeah. you know, to, to really get friends. But you really, really just showed up for us. And it means so much. You were there for us when yeah. we needed you the most, in the most darkest times. And she brought us flowers today, guys. Thank of you. Of course. Because <laughs> I had not actually gotten you flowers. I actually, um, I secretly took my love's numbers at the funeral. And I was like, I'm going to send them flowers. Like, you're going to give me Aww. the address. And, you know, it's been so busy, my you know. Yeah. And then I was like, since I'm seeing you guys today, I might as well just bring your flowers. That's yeah. sweet. So these that. are flowers that were supposed to come a long time Aww. ago. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But um, just for us to know, how are you guys doing? Let me start with you, Mindy. Jeez, I think it's been a month mm -hmm. or just a little bit more than a month since Gogo passed. I mean, everybody knows that was mm -hmm. our queen. She was yeah. our everything. Um, in fact, we never thought she'll die. I mean, we're just so used to her. We're just like, hi, other old people die, but this one, she's not going anywhere. You know, we're just like so close to her. We had built such a, a beautiful relationship. She was our everything, you know. People know this obviously from the part one that we we're not raised by our parents, we we're raised by our grandparents. And my grandmother played a, played a very big role in who and what we are. So losing her was losing a part of ourselves, literally. I think my life has changed, like my perspective of life, the way I breathe, the way I live, everything has changed. Like I just feel like a part of me left with her, you know. Um, definitely the deepest pain that we've ever felt. That, yeah. The, deepest cut that we've ever felt and I remember that day so well. We saw the day coming. I don't know if my sister wants to talk about that. No, oh, wait, I'm not ready to talk about it. <laughs> no, it's okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's yeah, it's been very very hard. Like it's been so hard and 
I actually just want to address this, right, Oami? For people who come to us and say, your granny was old. Why are you guys hurt? Your granny raised you. Why aren't you grateful for... Why, like, why, why do you grieve this way? Like, what do you mean she was old? We know she was old, but are you saying the pain should be better because of that? So those are the kinds of comments that we get. Like, ah, but at least she was old. Ah, at least. Do you understand what we've been mm. through? Yeah. Like, it's not at least, this is not an at least moment. Yeah. You know, so we, we get comments like that. And I just want people to be just more sensitive um, because for us, she was more than a grandmother. That's what people don't understand. Um, so for us, it really, really cuts deep. I think even in our personal families, our husbands, our children, shame. I feel bad for them because now we're different. We, we it's like you, we cry. Like yeah. I, I know Mate, my she's a friend. She only says you can cry, <laughs> but I think we've never cried the way we <laughs> cried. We cry every day. Every day. Every day. Like, for me, there's no night that I don't cry. There's no day that goes past without crying. Like, I remember yesterday I was in the car and I was driving. And, like, I cried. Like, I screamed. And I was literally driving. And I was like, I don't know whether I should stop the car or just, like, wait. Because for me, the trauma is so real. I always say it's, like, tangible pain. Mm-hmm. If, yeah. if there's something like that like to a point where I'm like I wish somebody could take it out of me and like put mm-hmm. it there so that like like I feel like I'm not the mm-hmm. same person anymore you know so much has changed um, I'll never be the innocent uh, the same person I feel like my kids have to deal with a different person my husband has to mm-hmm. deal with a different person um, my entire life has transformed my perspective and view of life is affected and um, and it will just never be the same I'm learning to to live life without to go go. I'm learning to to depend on I'm still finding whatever that I need to depend on because mm-hmm. Gogo was to us that person where you don't have to tell her what you're going through. Like I know when I'm having a bad day or she a bad time, us. like I just need to go and sit just and just sit just mm-hmm. for the fact that she's here. I I, I feel much better. And um, even with her, for us being in her presence, oh, like she's so happy. She, my grandmother can watch us talk for two hours, just looking at us. She's just like looking this. at us, just, to, just. And then when we leave, she's like, "Has happy Chad. You guys made me the happiest woman." And yo, like I miss that. Like I miss her so much. Like I miss the, the I love yous that we used to get from her. <laughs> like yo, that woman loved us like unconditionally. A love that I felt. Like I, I've heard I love you so many times in my life but it's very few moments where like when someone says i love you you can feel it it's like tangible it's real i felt it so it it was a different kind of relationship that we had with her so for us it was just like yo you know my grandmother passed away at like around 5 a.m yeah they called us around 5 30 innocent calls me and she says to me sissy get up get ready I'm on my way. And like you knew, because I knew. When the lady called me, she was actually not on duty. Because her grandmother was at her home. Okay. And so I received a call at 5.30 in the morning. I'll never forget that day. Like At 5.30 in the morning, my phone rings. But because we knew her condition was, was so bad. Mm-hmm. And then if I, when my phone rang, like I just knew it. Like I was just expecting it. And the day before, I was with her. Were I remember, there every day? Were there every day. I remember I had a playlist that I played for because she loved hymns, gospel songs, and 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 so she was just lying there, you know, like literally lifeless. Like I felt like my grandmother left a long time ago. She's still mm-hmm. breathing, but she was not okay. there anymore. Yeah. And my favorite thing to do was to lie on my grandmother. Oh, and I remember and just lying so on her, like <laughs> she's been I lying think, and crying on her. And a week before she died, she was mourning her before. Yes, you could see, and I just. I I just put my head on her and I hold her, hug her for like a whole hour and I play a playlist of just worship songs. Like and and I, I remember the person was like, God, please accept my grandmother in heaven. This one is not going to hell. This one will enter heaven. And I would lie on her. So I've been mourning that entire week. And when I received that call, and my husband said, Oh, what's wrong? Like the breathing changed, everything changed at that moment. And the lady who called me. I couldn't hear what she's saying. She just said, something, go, go, what? 
was just like a mixed match of English mixed with Zulu. It was a mess. I couldn't hear her. But I knew what she was saying in my subconscious. Then she sent a voice to it because she was in a taxi and going to work. But because she's the senior there, they told her to tell us. And the voice note, I couldn't hear the voice note properly. And then, oh, she sent the voice note. Sorry, I could hear the voice note. But she said something about they, they waiting for paramedics. Mm. Struggling to breathe, but she thinks she's no more. Oh, I could it was a mess. That communication was broken. And then my husband was like, what, what? He just woke up and I, think, I said, I think Coco is no more. I called me and I said, Sissy, take a shower now. And immediately she knew also. My I just heart, my, my heart, like I've heard this saying so many times, but my heart is beating out, out of my chest. I mean, we said so lightly that day, in my 35 years of living, I felt that feeling. I, 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 I felt like, I could take out my heart and hold it with my hands because it was too painful to keep on my body. The shower door, I couldn't open the shower door. I was shaking. Like I struggled to open, like to open the water shower. I stood in the shower and I, I couldn't breathe. I was just like, what? Everything yeah. was in slow mode. Literally. Literally. Like life stops. And to this day, I don't like my shower. Because that's the first thing yes. I went to. Like, mm -hmm. every time I look at it, and every time I touch it and I open the water, it's a flashback. Oh. It's it's horrible. I hate taking a shower in that shower of mine. <laughs> and then, like, so every time I open it, like, I isn't, I'm always shaking, shaking every yeah. time. Because it takes me back to that moment. Like, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. And then, I remember then my husband came in, in the bathroom and said, you okay? And then he said, can I give you a hug? I said, no, I don't want a hug. And then he said, okay, please, can I give you a hug? Yo, when he gave me that, I just broke down like i screamed like i just never screamed for and that lasted for seconds and i said can i take a shower i took a shower gone survival mode it's like yeah. that even with me like i didn't cry i was just because in a moment then one of my sons obviously you know the, the twins are uh, not morning people my kids are very grumpy in the morning and then one of them says no i'm not supposed to shower first my brother's supposed to shower. i just received the call you know i just looked at him and tears streamed down my face. I said, not today. My child ran. I think he's just never seen me like that. He was so traumatized. I was like, I'm talking about a shower. Why are you breaking down, you yeah. know? And then, <clears throat> Innocent comes immediately after a shower. I put on my most comfortable shoes. At this time, we don't even have confirmation this is gone. But, girl, we, know. we, knew we this know. Yeah. I wore my leggings. I'm just like, I'm putting on my gym sneakers because it's going to be a hectic day. I took all my grandma's documents, IDs, everything. And then, you know, when we got there, wow. Oh, I mean. Because after the paramedic had left, obviously they had confirmed that she's died. They obviously had covered her and everything. And they closed with white things like it was just closed. Yo, we walked in together with Millie. And I remember just seeing that, the folding white things. We're the first people to get there first before any get on the scene. We get there. Now she's covered. They completely covered her. I was like, Sissy, we have to open here and Yo oh! yeah, yeah. It was hectic. And you know, obviously slept on her like she always does. She was yeah. like my grandma's like wet everywhere from her tears. I'm like, you you, you still stop lying on her, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I have I different think that, ways that, of that brought me, yeah. you know, um, a, a part of me was in disbelief. So I uncovered her and I just slept on her chest. But the difference with this time is that yesterday her heart was beating. Mm -hmm. And today yeah. <clears throat> her spirit was gone. No heartbeat, no nothing. And I slept on her. For hours. For hours. Because God gave us time to spend with my grandma after she passed. How the guys at the mortuary took so long? Because we it was in the morning there. past six. It was traffic hour. They were coming from Mami Lodi. We're in Centurion. I lied on my grandmother. I cried every tear until she was dropped dead wet. And I slept. I woke up. I cried. I kissed her. I did everything. Yeah. And I was like, because I knew. That was the last time. I knew I was like, mm -hmm. I, I ain't getting this hug again. I mean, guys, I, mean, I know I'm supposed to be the interview, but these are my friends. <laughs> so, of course, I'm going to get yeah. emotional because yes. I love you guys. And mm. <clears throat> I think, would, like, for me, just to say, like, from what you guys were saying, yeah. um, 
after obviously I saw that your grandma passed, yeah. I'm someone that guys like I'm very talkative, but mm-hmm. when it comes to losing a loved one, because mm-hmm. I lost my it's mom, say yeah. anything. <sighs> It's so difficult. I yeah. remember because you know you, you you know being on the other side. Yes. I know, and you know I remember sending you guys messages, and I'm like, guys, I just don't, don't think I'm um, <laughs> no. like because I, I I don't know what to say because I know You're that so grieving mm. it's such a personal journey. Mm-hmm. I know you guys are twins, but your grieving mm-hmm. is different. differently, yeah. and also like it it it. it it's such a lonely time because mm-hmm. you're surrounded with everyone yet you are alone in yes. yes. And I think that's yeah. something that a lot of people don't actually get. And mm. for me, I didn't look at it as, oh, you lost your grandma. Mm. I looked at it as, as you lost your mom because mm-hmm. exactly. she literally raised you guys. Exactly. So for anyone yeah. that would come and say, oh, at least she was all right. Like, they're senseless. They yeah. clearly have never lost a loved mm-hmm. one because... A mother is not someone that births you. A mother yeah. is someone that mothers you. So yes. the same impact that she has Absolutely. on you guys is the same impact that my mother had yes. yeah. for me because, yeah. you know, that's the person that actually raised. So, I mean, I did see some of the comments and everything. And I think yeah. my heart was just so painful because mm-hmm. I was like, you guys are the kindest people I, I know. Yeah. And I'm like... Why, why would someone go out of their way to just be mean yeah. to someone that is so kind? And I think like that really just also showed me, you know what, oh, I mean, like, just... There's no loyalty There's no there. reason <laughs> you know, for I remember my yeah. grandmother, that day, after she passed, uh, the people from the mortuary came to, to take her. Mm-hmm. And then I think about an hour or two, because we were driving behind the car. It's an excruciating process. Yeah. It's a traumatic process. You see someone you love from being treated well and getting the best treatment. And when they are dead, it's like they they take them, they put them in a plastic, like it's over. Yeah. It's over. There's no, mm. yes, there's respect, but it's like, you, you know, it's yeah. like uh, they I tell know, you when you're done, it's like, it's a wrap, babes. When they're going to the mocha, they're going in the fridge, they're going whatever. And then like a part of me just couldn't believe it. And then I got to the mortuary after my grandmother had been in the fridge for some time. I was like, take it out. Take it out. They're like, hey. No, I was like, Mm-mm, I need to see her again. She's like, I need to check if you put it. And I need to check if she's fine. I need to check if she's dressed well. I need to yeah. check if, you know, she's still Mind smiling. You, you know, have always been scared of cops dead people in boxes because of the trauma we have from our parents, especially my mom dying at a young age. So we have traumas with funerals and boxes and cops and we, it's a no-go area. We don't play there, you know, because it's a trigger. Ha! Huh? When that happens, like, open the fridge, open the box. We're just like in a zone, like yeah. a, it's a, a trance. It's like, like I don't even know it, what to call it. Autopilot. You know, but we knew we had to take charge to make sure that she gets the best end off. So we had to be strong and just pull ourselves together and like, okay, you see, in a couple of days, it's end off day. Let's pull ourselves together. Now, you know, it's time to, to do things right so that we, we send her off in the most beautiful mm. way, you know. And I, I guess, you know, I'm I'm really, you know, blessed, I, I, I think, for, for us to have had people around mm-hmm. us who you know were very loving and supportive and sensitive and yeah i think th- that helped you know although i fought a lot with my husband that week i don't want to lie you are you are you are the juice husband. <laughs> you want the relationship part i want of the it? juice okay um so you know i think we were just we're off Jay. we're mm. off because i i think he didn't know how to be there for me and i think it's a conversation that I didn't even want to have until after the funeral because he kept saying, okay, like something is off. Let's talk. I was just like, not now. Like it's either you get it or you don't. And right now you don't get it. So can I deal with it after? Because it just, it, it, that's just what it is. We, you, you, yeah, you know, and, and I, I understood, I got it that just because he's my husband doesn't mean he's going to get where I'm at emotionally and my grieving process. And therefore, emotionally, he was not able to be there for me the way I wanted to be, the way I wanted him to be there for me. But immediately I knew, like from day one, like I knew, Guti, we are off. He, he doesn't get, Guti, yo, this girl is finished. This girl, emotionally, she is on zero, yeah. you know? It's like... Do you want breakfast? No, you don't. Should I get it? Okay, no, you're not answering me. So that means you don't want breakfast. I'm just like, yo, 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 yo. Like, you, you are far from me right now. At mm. this point, you shouldn't yeah, even I, be asking me. 
things like that. You know, yes, he made sure there's a full tank in my car. I'm able to move around. You know, he, he was helping where he can. But emotionally, we're on different time zones. So I made a conscious decision to protect my heart and just cut him off for that week emotionally. So I couldn't hear anything he was saying. Or I couldn't see anything he was doing until after the funeral. But are you guys okay now? Did no, we are fine. Talk. Yeah. No, no, no. We definitely spoke about it. Um... But hence, I'm saying, because of that, we were so sensitive and I realized that we are not on the same level. I cut, cut, cut that part out and I dealt with it after. So for me, it was just like, okay, on the day of the funerals, make on the day of the funeral, make sure the kids are there at this time. Make sure they're wearing like this and that and that. That's a conversation that we had. And then he literally took care of all the um, ups and downs, taking the kids to school and back because obviously... We had a funeral to plan. So he took care of all that. He took care of the household, that the kids have dinner and everything. It's the emotional part that I'm talking about, that we're not aligned in that part. And for me, it's a very, very serious thing for me because emotionally, if you're not aligned at certain part, it's over. Like you missed the part, you missed it, you know? You know, I think that one thing that I can actually say, ne, um, I mean, I feel like talking from experience mm. is that when you lose a loved one, mm -hmm. as you guys are saying that, we feel like we are different. Yeah. The, you guys died the day she passed. Yeah. Yes. Part of like, you dies and you never yes. get Not died. even just a part of yeah. you. You yes. die. Yeah. So right now, you. you're like a, you. a, a, a one you. month old. Mm -hmm. Do you yeah. understand? You, you have everything. to learn to relive mm. life. Mm. Because mm. the biggest mistake I feel like that we do is that after we experience something this traumatic, we... We're like, okay, I'm still the same person. Mm -hmm. You want to go back to settle to the... Yeah, but it, it, it's impossible. Yeah, so now it. you're battling your new self mm -hmm. and your old self. Yes. So as much as yeah. maybe your husband, he might have been there for you, but he was there for the old Millie. Hmm. Yeah. But then now, because the sure. Millie passed, he yeah. doesn't know this new Millie that yes. is now born yeah. in this week. Yes. Yes. So he also is unable to emotionally connect because yeah. he does not know who you are. Yes. And I think that that's something that, especially in the black community, we really don't talk about yes. the no, grieving don't. process because no. everyone still expects you to still be the same yes. person. Mm -mm. And you're not. Yes. You died. Like you, yes. you are no. going to get to a point where you actually realize that yeah. nothing feels the same anymore. Yeah. Even some of the stuff you used to love, you won't love anymore. Yes. There are certain things Different. that things that were so important to you because some important. of us we make decisions mm. I, I remember when my mother passed i quit school because i was mm. literally going to do nursing to make my mother mm. proud the plan was, was nursing and that. then being a doctor when she passed i'm like who am i even doing all this for sure walked out of class and i never <laughs> looked back you know so i think that you know like definitely that's where it is and i think also like having a spouse he mm -hmm. also was also mourning as yes. well. Yes, and he's still mourning his, his, his mom, his mom yes. who also just passed a few yeah. years ago, actually not like so long ago. ago. You know, so the wound, I know it's still fresh for him because I know yeah. him personally. So he's still suffering from that. And I know even when my grandmother was... Um, was a trigger for him. Was, it was a, a trigger. Was so sick. he could not face my grandmother when my grandmother was sick. He didn't see her because he couldn't deal with a sick person again, seeing somebody suffering again. And I know we've never shared this about my grandmother or Aminem. Mm -hmm. um, my grandmother to what what took her life it was very sudden my grandmother was fine you know she was old she like had anybody chronic else sicknesses. she had a chronic sicknesses mm -hmm. she had a, a, um, a heart high disease blood. high yeah. blood no 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 but yeah. it was managed it was managed yeah. for years then out of nowhere one day we receive a message from the nurses to say your grandmother has a blister on her leg a blister mm -hmm. but i'm like why would a nurse tell you about a blister you know mm -hmm. we went we saw it was something small mm -hmm. that started like a blister looks like then they suspected it's a bed so because now she was bedridden mm -hmm. she wasn't able to walk anymore my so, bed so on a leg we're like how mm -hmm. it's a it's a leg yo little did we know her life is about to take the biggest turn ever. Day after day, that blister became bigger and bigger and bigger. They have private doctors that come to see them. The doctor came and, and the doctor said, this is, um, what is it called? Gangrene. 
yeah, they said it's gangrene. And we're like, what's that? We didn't even know what that is. And the doctor was like, this is irreversible. So it's only going to continue to eat up your grandmother's leg. Her leg is going to rot. And eventually, if she doesn't, it doesn't get amputated, it's going to self-amputate, which means that the fingers are going to start falling off or her leg is going to self-amputate, which is going to fall off. We're like, how can an 88-year-old get an mm. amputation? Like, we've only had that with people who have diabetes. Yes. Or she didn't have diabetes. She have diabetes so we're like she, she can barely walk you know how how i mean how is the leg gonna get amputated so that was terrifying for us because we had to tell the family this is what's happening to your mom you know our uncles and aunts who are the best thing ever. You know, we always acknowledge them and really love them and respect them. Um, and so we had to tell them and now we, we're dealing with a family crisis because what what do you mean? We called the family meeting. We gathered all our family members. We prepared lunch and we called everyone at home. We took my grandmother, took her home. We showed them, go, go, guys, this is the situation. What now? The family had to decide. Are we getting the leg amputated or we let it be oh, like, goodness. or we leave it because she's old. And then we all decided, good, you know what? Let's let the doctors decide based on the results. She went to hospital, got all the results. They did every test, test possible. possible. I need to give credit to this hospital. Guys, let me tell you when I say we got five-star treatment. This is a public hospital. It's Galafong Hospital. Okay. They did every test the first day I went there when my grandmother got admitted, we were put in a private room. They explained what's happening to her, what they're going to do to her. The next day, what tests are going to be conducted. Mm. I had never, in my, even in a private hospital, I had never received treatment like that. And I always tell people, it's not because we're celebrities. I believe that doctor didn't even know me. Yeah. I'm like, my husband's like, no, babe, because they know. I'm like, they know me from where? Like, no one knows me here. My grandmother, within minutes, they got a, a decent bed for it. Oh, we were still casualty clean sheets that I've never seen. It was actually net care sheets. I don't know, maybe they got donated. <laughs> Ironed, clean, spot clean. And I say this because my grandmother had the worst experiences in public hospitals. We have been to every hospital that you can possibly think yeah. of. There were hospitals where you literally, they put you on a bed full of other people's blood from who knows where. Yeah. So anyway, Kalafong Hospital, shout out, five-star yeah. treatment. Then the next day, got there. After my grandmother was admitted, we got, we got a report of all the different doctors or specialists. They gave us a report. All of them came back to say, your grandmother is dealing with bigger problems than this foot. Um, at this point, we don't even know if she'll make it. She definitely failed in the test to get her foot amputated. So she's not going to qualify for the surgery. She doesn't even qualify for ICU. So should anything happen to her, she can't even make it to ICU. So we can't amputate her leg because of all the results that came out. Mm. So now it was a matter of waiting until, yeah, and the leg got worse and, and worse. worse. And we, we just kept literally washed her was leg black. Rot. Literally was black. It was hard. I think when she died, her leg was probably almost falling off. From it the, was the cold. It's like dry. cold black and her entire foot, like we literally watched it go up like this. Her entire foot just became black and by the time it was fully rotten, and fully black, she was out. Stop talking, stop eating, stop doing yeah. anything. You will literally saw her deteriorate day by day. That was trauma. I think that was the biggest trauma for me. I'm like, Ish, I wish she, she passed another way because it felt like punishment. I'm like, why did she have to die in yes. such a painful way? Because she was screaming. Like hey. you could hear my grandma from the gates screaming. That was her life until we got stronger medication that they gave her. And then we were like, phew. But stronger medication means your heart is going to become weaker. Because obviously she's old. Um, so there's certain medication they can't give her a high dose of. So yeah, so it was that. So basically, yeah. Is this episode about Gogo the whole Not episode? really. <laughs> I mean, I I let's talk about other things. <laughs> there's I other things I wanted that... to talk about. <laughs> I mean, sure. well, we... What I love about YouTube is the fact that they don't limit us when it comes to time. Yay. Yes. You know? Um, <laughs> and I think that your people literally crucify me. Yes. Because everyone, you know, I mean, there are people mm. that were unable to physically be there, but yes. I know how much love you guys have. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and everyone, like, I saw so many people, like, you have definitely yes. more love than yes. me. Yes. So, so many people Absolutely. were there for you guys. I'm sure you got a ton of messages. Mm -hmm. 
So for me, I think that I'm also trying to ask questions that I know that a lot of your followers um, have. Uh, high chances that this is the first and last time that you guys are actually Yay. even going Please. to talk about this. Yes. <laughs> and I feel like it was so bad that I started so strong. We started with tears and everything. But oh, I mean, can I just say something, right? Mm -hmm. I wanted to say something to my sister. Mm -hmm. I wanted to thank you, right, Aww. in this process for Google because for the longest time, it was the three of us. And now we had to learn to survive, just the two of us. But I want to thank yeah. you, Sissy, for being emotionally present, Aww. for being so caring, for being so loving, for being so understanding, for being so strong, and for having the courage to live. Because I didn't think I'll make it. I didn't think I'll survive outside Gogo. <laughs> didn't find meaning in life anymore oh, but no, every sissy. time I was with you Aww. I felt like it's gonna be okay oh, made me feel so much better as someone who could understand my pain and my hurt so thank you and I know Gutu Koko would want this for us yeah but I wanted to tell you that you were the reason why I wanted to continue Oh, Even when I felt like I can't do it, I can't. Like my life is over, like I'm suffering every day. It's a struggle. Every day, like the only person who meant something to us was Gogo. But I knew I had to wake up. Yeah, I knew I too. had to try. I knew I had to live again because of you. Oh, what did you to do that? Thank you, Sissy. You're so sweet. I love you. I love you, Sissy. And I always say God was very intentional with um, with us. And it, it makes sense every single time. With everything that we've lost, there's one thing that we've never lost is each other. And God knew we'd need each other. And God knew our different strengths. And you know, I looked after Gogo for a very, very long time. I literally like took like Gogo as my, my responsibility. Yes. For a very long time, for years, and I let you go to work, I let you do other stuff. I was like, see, whenever Coco calls, I've got you. Like, don't feel bad if you're not there. Because at the time, your schedule was more busy than mine. And in the past two years, you stepped up and took Gogo and lived with her and looked after her. And my sister, let me tell you, my grandmother was... She was not tiny, you know. You, If you had to change a diaper, you'd have to carry her. You have to... This one did it by herself. When two nurses had to do that, my sister did that. And you can imagine being public figures. My grandma didn't have a medical aid. Her medical aid expired because she, it, her funds ran out. Yeah. So, And because she's old, we couldn't get a new medical aid. We tried to take her to public hospital and become Bomakaiva and pay. But wow, it was a lot. I remember there was a time my sister... And myself and my other uncle called Vincent, part of the St. Vincent, Millicent, Innocent, mm -hmm. took her to a public, a private hospital. And my grandmother was sick. I think it's a year before she passed. And they kept coming with us with invoices. We kept swiping. Yeah. Just And right there, and there you make sana. payment right there. Yes, there. because they can't take the risk. But me and my sister literally were like, Sissy, we're going to clean out every single account There's to no make money sure equivalent this to woman gets the funeral that she wants and she yeah. got it guys i was there. so beautiful everything was perfection Aww, everything was perfection and when i saw everything i literally oh man i don't want to get emotional <laughs> but i literally just thought of the two of you and yeah. i was just yeah. so proud I was Thank just so proud because I knew that you guys were a huge part yes. of yeah. why everything was the way that it was. Mm -hmm. From the casket to the tombstone yeah. to, guys, the food. <laughs> it was amazing. <gasps> it was like a wedding. And let me tell you a secret. <laughs> so I'm standing we love in the queue. Food, so we had to. We're like, I'm standing in the queue, the right? And then your husband, he comes love. and he's passed my love. He's passing. So I'm like, how? My love, you know I've heard that for people to eat, they need connections. He's like, you need connections for food? I'm like, yes. He's like, I'm the one that slaughtered this cow by myself. You will get connections for food. He literally took me, had me get food, like 
my love, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I literally said, like, guys, everything was just perfection. Oh, thank you. I'm so proud of you guys. And I also you know loved... why. There's a big part why, why that was as well. Mm-hmm. My grandmother asked to be buried on top of my mother. Oh, wow. So we knew that we're going to relive a moment which we dreaded. Yeah. And we're like, it's going to feel like we're burying our mother, but this time as adults. So we like, we just want them to have like a cute little place together. Yeah. yeah. So, but the longest time she told us, please make sure Guti, I'm buried on top of my one and only, only daughter. daughter. And we're just like, don't do that to us. Do you understand what that means? You're traumatizing now us. Now we're like burying our mom and like the and two most important give it to people. Her. Okay, I think that, you know, we have definitely spoken enough about yes. Ukoko. Yeah. Um, and when I was there at the funeral, I saw that, you know, like um, church people yes. were definitely there. So that definitely showed me that you guys were definitely church girls. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, so please just go ahead and tell us because last time you guys said that you went through it all. Yes. Church hurt. Yeah. Please start. Oh, it's called Church Hurts? Mm. Yeah, Church Hurts. It, it is a title. It does. <laughs> you know, I think people take advantage of you when you are not raised with parents because obviously your safe haven or your safe space is church, uh, which definitely was that for us, especially with our first church, which we both went there together, which was absolutely beautiful. Um, at the AFM made my melody. But, you know, as we grew older, a lot of, I don't want to say church people, let me be specific, or pastors or, you know, some men of God, God. Mm-hmm. you know, really, really did take advantage of us, of our vulnerability, of the fact that we did not have a fatherless figure, being fatherless. you know. So they come to you, um, or they came to us as a father figures, you know. And you're like, oh, it feels so good to have a father figure, you know. Have you eaten? Do you need groceries? Do you need this? Do you need that? You know, and then they just end up taking advantage of you. I think when my sister was in matric was I think was the worst year because mm-hmm. the pastor that had you know really volunteered to just help Housed us out because we ha- we had moved out of home very early you know so mm-hmm. we're staying in in, in Pretoria and in we're staying flat. in a flat and so forth but then to be closer to school to be closer how, to how school. early like you would say how old were you guys uh, maybe 16, in high school okay 16 years mm-hmm. yeah in high school and we uh, my grandmother was actually happy with us being away because she wanted us away from the township setup yeah. so we're yeah. staying with a sister of ours uh much much older you know very stern christian as well so we really enjoyed you know that time we grew spiritually yeah. that's actually where our foundation was in terms of uh christianity and then we then found a church somehow i don't know what happened for us to move out of the flat and move in with the pastor who was but that's what i'm saying when they ask you what do you need this and this and this and they come as a as a form of a solution Mm -hmm. ganti you know it starts off being a solution and the next thing somebody takes advantage of you and they just like off-ramp along the way so we ended up staying it it at this house mm-hmm. um and then which was fine you know he didn't have for a, a wife he, he did and kids. wife and kids you know but then he starts being an inappropriate you know i think at some point he said to the wife um don't you think they should also be my wives <gasps> and then it was a laughing matter and then people laughed and me and my sister didn't find it funny it was immediately i thought then this guy's looking at us differently we moved from being daughters in mm-hmm. his eyes to him seeing us as wives and that was the beginning of hell hell if i can call it that way like he tried it i think if we're not together we would have probably been raped but because we're together we saw it coming yes and we're then smart about it we're very like smart the, the, about the, it i don't know what to call it like a twin thing like even twin when we were, th- th- yes. yes i don't know what even to say when yes. we were not communicating we're communicating yeah. it's like when somebody say they think they're ahead of you we were ahead of him yeah. you know we were just those two girls vulnerable mm. these virgins these christians and whatever and he wanted to take advantage but because I think you were, at some point you were fascinated with the fact that we're virgins. I'm like, but we're in matric. What do you mean? Like, are we supposed to do you understand? I then just one night he walked in to our bedroom and then literally just tried it. <gasps> but you know what? Chair, you know, after, God protected us. God protected us. And you know, we're from moms, eh? Like, please don't try it. <laughs> and you know how the father was a gangster. <laughs> don't try it. <laughs> the gangster side of you guys came Listen, not really. You know what? It was but in a very quiet. smart way. Like, I was like, not today, not tonight. You will not try it. And we protected each other. So, like... But that guy literally tried it. He ended up in our bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, he literally just maneuvered and we just, like... 
signaled our twin we were talking what what we're just like okay action girl did he like come in between you guys no he come he came on the on the on on the bed my sister side of yes. the bed yeah and you guys didn't scream no, no. was his wife home yes. yes you guys i'm shocked well he's a pastor so okay <laughs> hey, oh, <Amza. laughs> no, I think I'm still dealing with church yeah. head. I don't even go to church yet, but I want to mm. go back. I'm going to actually come mm -hmm. to church. Yeah. So, but my goodness, that mm -hmm. is so scary. And especially yes. being young. Yes. yes. So then after that night, what happens? So, so what happened is that, um, God, interesting how this guy was there in bed and, um, he managed to come without nothing. He just... I mean, at the time, I didn't even know what coming means. I just put it the bed is wet. I'm like, what did this guy just do? Did he pee on himself? <laughs> now, knowing what I did, I'm like, this guy, did he just ejaculate without anything? <gasps> just sitting there in the bed. Holy and Spirit. then he walked out. And then he walked out and then he started communicating via words. He never spoke a word in that entire time. He communicated he everything with letters, with letters, with letters. And then, um, and then yeah, and then... I don't know what happened, but we're yeah. suspecting now that he was in the cult, you know, because yeah. with everything that we so saw. So what happened? Yeah. So what happened is that we never spoke about it, right? We never spoke about it to anyone. We never spoke about it to him, right? Obviously, anyone. he started acting weird and whatever, and then tried to manipulate the situation at some point because a lot of pastors were actually trying it with us and trying to ask us out. I mean, we've always been covetous, even when we're in high school, we've always just been... Well, well understand that. And yes, exactly. So when I guess they saw an opportunity, you know, and then I think another past, another older pastor tried to ask us out and he heard us like having the conversation, telling someone like, yo, this guy really respected him. Mm. Now he's asking us out on a date and whatever, he he, went which was it. another pastor. Ne? And then another pastor once called us and said to us, do you guys know what sexting is? I'm like, sexting, what's that? I don't know what that is, right? And then he's like, yeah, no, we're going to, we're gonna do that like you guys must tell me when you're alone we're gonna do that and then we had to open up to some of the church leaders to say good you know what we're having a problem these pastors are busy like they're on asking us. us out and then this one wants to sex and this one and then did he not come to prophesy us that we have a spirit and the spirit that we have is attracting pastors. pastors and we making the pastors weak so the problem is with us and we need deliverance because mm -hmm. why are they being weak when these are, are proper men of God these men of God are, 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 are. so we became the evil mm -hmm. people did you like ourselves. obviously because you guys were young did mm -hmm. you believe he prayed for us mm, we're like standing the there so well, who is the demon Shibubu? Like, what? <laughs> mm -hmm. And then he got invited to go and preach somewhere. And that day, we packed every single thing and forgot other stuff. But we packed whatever we could pack, mm -hmm. ran and never looked back. Yeah, Good so we guys. escaped when the house was empty, when they didn't expect it. It's like you leave, people are there. When you come back, people are gone. That's how we left. Mm -hmm. But then after experiencing so much of this, you mm -hmm. know... um. How have you managed to still keep your faith in the church? Because I see you guys go to church. You actually are a pastor now. Yes, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I'm, I'm trying to to understand because you went through so much, especially being so young. Yeah. The the did you guys never experience anger? Because obviously, like being an adult, there are certain things that were done to me when I was still young, mm. and I couldn't fight for myself. Yeah. Where in now that I'm in a position to fight for myself, like I go hard. Like you don't yeah. even want to yeah. see me mm. pissed off of the yes. things you did to me when yeah. mm -hmm. I was still young. Yeah. Did you guys not go through that mm. anger process? Mm. Not really, no. Mm -hmm. And you know, um, in mentality of a victim, or I don't, I don't even know what to call this, mm -hmm. but you, you love your perpetrator. So you don't hate them. Okay. So one particular one, even after we left, I just felt like, oh no, he's like our father. You know, we miss him. You want to call him? him. You want to call him? His birthday, and you and it's crazy because the it's person, not like, not it's like you're crazy. So it's difficult to hate that person because they created. Remember, they know a what they're doing. They created the relationship. And with you before they and manipulation. The abuse so this is why people who are abused, mm -hmm. it's grooming. Correct. So that's why when you're abused, you go back to your abuser because they've mastered the art of yes. luring 
you in luckily we didn't go back but what happened is back. that you were in matric mm -hmm. so she could not study because when she had to study she was scared that he's there she never and studied he would. She so then i was like if the, the light matric. is on this guy is gonna come in every single time she so i passed studied. matric without studying but it was with come the needle <laughs> yeah, you and I think no, you know, my sister always talks talk, talks about it, but she she never really talks about the why reason. she did so badly in matric. I couldn't believe I passed. I I, couldn't I was believe like it as well. I said, <gasps> "You writing? I wanted to study on her behalf. Nama was scared. She was scared. It was it the was keys a disappeared. We started locking the room. The next day, the key had disappeared. <gasps> but yeah, Is still we survived all of that. Mm -hmm. Yes." He's not a pastor anymore, though. Maybe we should boil water and visit him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. it's a lot. It's a lot. And I it's think a lot. I, I think a lot of people really like did that. And thank God, none of our family members were one of the people that took advantage of us. Because, you, you know, we were raised by uncles only. My mom was the only girl. And they all we knew was them protecting us. Yes. But and they course, loved us. They respected yes. us. Our uncles. It's like, I know people mm. with uncles, things happen, but we had the best uncles ever. Mm. We only received love. We only received care. You yeah. know, and, and I'm I'll but forever be grateful. But the men outside. outside. Mm. Even with relationships, I remember, you know, just thinking to myself, um, if I don't break my virginity, one one of these pastors are literally going to rape me. Yes. You know, I yeah. was like, my next boyfriend is <laughs> having it. You know what? Me, honestly, I was like, you know, a, a, a stern, 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 stern Christian. I was like, Sissy, we're going to break our virginity when we get married. Anyone's going to do this. I said to her, girl, we're going to get raped. This, <laughs> these people are going mm -hmm. to take our virginity without our concern. But the but point is, it was important. No, it was important for me and that for me I mm. hold on to that because I'm like, thank you that these monsters did not get this. Do you know that the yeah. person I made my vows to at least got because wow. It, it was a mess. Good yeah. But anyway, we survived mm. by the grace of God. You asked a very important question. Did that not affect our relationship with God? No, because it's not God who hurt us. It's the people who claim to work for God who hurt us. Mm -hmm. And maybe it doesn't, even, it doesn't even mean they're not men of God, but I guess they fell into that temptation, whatever the mm -hmm. case might be. But it was the relationship that we had with God that made us survive through Absolutely. all of those moments. Remember, God is not like man. Yeah. He remains the same. He remains yeah, it's consistent. People that it's are people that So, yeah. It's really people that are dodgy. And you, you, you and, and, and it becomes a cycle. Because the people that did it after that was like pastors. Oh, my gosh. You did it That's why to this yeah, day... She almost got married like to this. A, to a pastor. <laughs> you know, to this day... I'm taking some of I... Stop. <laughs> to this day... <laughs> You are supposed to be the Mavuruti, not me. I was like, what? God, new chair. That man of God, he's still no, a man of God. No, no. But let me he's tell you, insane. I am. No, I'm saying, because you get attracted to what you know. Yes, we church girls. So for me, like a man needs to be this. A man of God. A man of God. Exactly. So that, yes. that's what I, I was attracted to. If you're a worshiper or you <laughs> preach really well, I'm like, mm-mm. Come here. And you know what? But let me tell you me what the pastor said to you. <laughs> Because Millie's hectic, very hectic. That pastor was traumatized by Millie. <laughs> Let me tell you, my husband must never and should never wake up and say he's a pastor. Ask I Toma Vangeli Eo. I don't have well. anything against men of God and people who wake up and tell their wives or they are going to be pastors. Me, it's not my department. I almost also got in there. My Yay! Ex yes! No, no, no. My ex, <laughs> my ex-husband, he, they were basically saying this branch is gonna be yours. I was so like, why were you swearing at him like that? Heck, you <laughs> are gonna, gonna be a, pastor. a man of God. No, I'm telling you. I told him I was like, not here. No, because you I was know, like, even the people. car I'm taking you to, you're no longer going to church with this car. You will. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know why? I think you like me. Me, I don't like actors. Please, first and foremost, if you're gonna say you're a pastor. And you're a pastor at church and at home. There's no sign of you being a pastor. I'm not a casting agent. I'm not casting you for an acting job. If you're going to act anyhow, I'm going to call you out and it goes over bird. So please, I'm not about that life. I'm not about people with double standards, 
double lives who pretend to be holier than thou in front of people but yet you fail to respect the very person that you live with so no been there done that it's not going to happen no thanks <laughs> i mean also no. looking at the fact that your husband is a pastor but mm -hmm. he has always been so there is a difference that i think no, that he hasn't, hasn't always been oh, uh, five years into our marriage okay that's when he he started the church but he's a good man he's yes, a good man he, he got me meet <laughs> so he's definitely a good man no i mean wow that is actually absolutely crazy hey mm -hmm. i have some wine Pastor stories, my cousin has gone wow, through a lot because she's also like you. I think she's still stuck there. So like he has area. to be a worshiper and stuff. This other guy, like child, love schema. That's just a pastor. Mm. Now so he was marrying someone else. I saw it him on Facebook. It was a whole thing. Um, but Shame. yeah, and some of them are good people, honestly. You know, and honestly, like I'm not discrediting people for who they are. They are amazing people. If it didn't work, this is gonna be two episodes. Anyway, <laughs> we need to wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. No, you know what? Shame. We're not discred. I'm sure people also have uh, things to say about you if you're in a relationship. There's two yeah. sides to the story. Yeah. But I'm saying, um, it's. I respect people who are married to pastors. I respect you. I respect Thank you. I respect everybody that's married to a pastor. Well done. Amen. Good, and good luck. I, mean, I thought there was more that's coming. <laughs> more that's coming no i mean definitely i think that the only problem that i have right now is the fact that there's just so much pretense you yeah. know mm -hmm. even in churches like mm -hmm. um for me that's why I've, I've found it so difficult i think this is year six of me or five that i've not even gone to church mm -hmm. just because of i've just seen a lot of stuff but not that i don't believe in god yes. i do Believer. i've just really honestly lost belief it's in the institution of church mm -hmm. because i've just seen so much. much you know I mean, I was almost sexually assaulted by mm -hmm. a, 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 what do they, they call themselves? If you're not a, if an bishop, deacon, no, the, the other one, evangelist or something. Oh, evangelist. Something, somewhere there, you know. Yeah. And that was literally from church, me just delivering food to a man of God hey. and mm. serving the church. Mm. And, you know, so, yeah, I mean, this is a lot. But before sure. we actually leave... Mm -hmm. <laughs> I actually want to just ask you guys quick questions and you guys need to answer them like okay. fast. Quick. Okay. How does it feel to have someone that has your face? Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> it is life. Okay. Did you guys ever switch places growing up? No. no. So you never did the old stuff? Mm-mm. Mm -mm. Okay. Um, did we just have two moments? <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> you actually did. Okay. Um... What would you say is the thing you love the most about your husbands? Hmm. Um, I think I love that my husband makes me laugh. Okay. Um, it's 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 always happy, happy. Like my husband is an extremist. When he's happy, he's very happy. When he's angry, he's very angry. So he's extreme with everything. The man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Yeah. So, but I love the fact that I'm constantly laughing. Like, it, like it's just yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. He mm -hmm. makes me laugh. Um, I think about my husband is that he is, um, he's a provider. He's a good mm -hmm. provider and a good father. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And a good husband. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Why are you trying to be spicy, girl? I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to. Girl, you forgot one. Edit. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what would you say you love the most about each other's husbands? Like what you say I appreciate mm. him for. Yeah. Wow, I really, really appreciate Keith for his heart. I think my sister married a very, very good man. Yeah. Keith is a very, very, very good man. Mm -hmm. um, beautiful heart, beautiful soul, beautiful spirit. I don't think I've seen him angry. Mm -hmm. You know, um, his heart is so pure. I always tell my sister, I'm like, Keith is mm -hmm. not perfect, but damn girl. Your man has a good heart. And she mm -hmm. knows that. She mm -hmm. knows that. He means, well, Keith will never say no to anything under the sun. Keith is like, yeah, everybody's everybody. Wow. Yeah, you'll never suffer under Keith's watch. Never. Wow. He's a very good person. Yeah. Um, I think what I love about her husband is he's very supportive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's really very, very supportive. 
through i think you know since i've met him through our highs and lows he's that guy that's he's there. present yeah he's very very present he's there like he's he's there so much he irritates me <laughs> i'm just like can you just you're stop? always there <laughs> he's very yeah. present it's like, like just go thing. away yes <laughs> like get alive like get alive <laughs> why are you here like can we just breathe like you know <laughs> yeah but i think it's a great thing shame he's really really honestly always been there Mm-hmm. He helped us also uh, with um, an escape when we escaped one of our oh, abusers. Yes. The, yeah, <laughs> he came with his car. At the time, I was driving a very small car. He's the one, because I told my... I, I hinted what was going on. He fetched us immediately. Let's go in. That's how we escape. So he helped the escapes, like yeah. prisoners escaping. <laughs> so always be be grateful for that, yeah. yeah. Is it? Mm. Oh. That That's is such an interesting question. So beautiful. We've yeah. never got it, Shem. We've got two so minutes of, of shine. Yeah, I mean, we have to highlight. I'm not going to ask about, like, what do you hate the most? You know, yeah, we're not I about like to expose that. them. So I think that is always just a yeah. positive thing. And I think that for me, at the funeral, I actually, between the two of you guys, because mm-hmm. I was also just, I, if you saw me guys, I was just standing there like a pill. Like, I was like, all emotions should be switched off because I'm here for you guys. Yeah. We cannot afford to have me also breaking down and crying. Yeah. Um, But I did love the fact that at the funeral, everyone was allowed to cry however yes. they wanted. I loved that so much because yeah, I remember shame. the morning of my mother's funeral, yes. we were told, you're not the first person to lose anyone. Mm. Mm. Yeah, mm. like, don't embarrass us. So no one should no. cry. So we were sitting shame. there That's like, nice. you know, just looking at everything you have to cry yeah so i saw that and i was just like wow like this is so beautiful to watch family yeah. can cry though. yeah yeah i saw that our kids, even our kids, our kids, our kids can cry everyone was screaming <laughs> everyone was just screaming it everyone. was like oh Philippe. i was just praying i'm like yo that video of me screaming ne? i hope it no one got it and no one posted <laughs> because what a mess but that was definitely not an embarrassing moment i think that it was an expression of pain yes and i loved that everyone was so supportive yes. like everyone was just so supported but who came out first I you did. came she out did. first yes. i'm and the older I, one yes. yes and then you came out first you got a chair i had to go and fetch your chair down there so that you could sit down yes yes because Uami was right behind us. Yes, yes. I was. Yes. And then you know what is the Talk thing. about you have a bag. I mean, I didn't <laughs> have <laughs> no, a My girls are not standing because I almost, I wanted to take the other chair. And it was I, hot. I saw Uami doing this. Ne? Yeah. I was like, if you see a vendor girl doing this, <laughs> you must know it is, hot. it is hot. But this girl left the tent there. And she was like, I'm going to be there for those girls. Yeah. And she stood That's in so the sun. Yeah, I no, guess. we had to, you know. You deserve, yeah. I you wanted to take the chair. And then the second chair, was, there was an old woman sitting. I was like, damn, I can't have a stand. So I had to walk to the tent. And then I got someone young. I'm like, hey, give me the chair. And then I, yes, <laughs> and then I brought it. But the part that I actually want to say is that you actually did not see. But the time you were actually crying. Yeah. Um when your husband was carrying you out because yes. I helped him right shout out mm-hmm. to her sit, sit down when you were busy crying yeah. your husband was was kneeling next to you and that man was crying no way you did not see that oh, I mean I'm sorry to expose you sir but really? that really I'm touched me he cried at least he, he was actually also, yeah. you know I saw his tears you know he was trying really? to cry like a man but he was actually crying because yeah. at that point, you know, I met your husband. So your husband yes. had never met me. So he didn't know who I, think I it am. Finally sort of, you understand? Yeah. I so think he, it sort of finally like just hit him. Hit him. And he just saw like, you know, this one. Like it's it's over. And I think he also had a very good relationship with my grandmother. Yeah. He did. Also very good. I think they both, our husbands really Google looked after. Them. Yeah. Looked after, after her. Yeah. Shame. Yeah. I'm glad um, that he had his moment yeah. as well. That's so important. So I'm, I'm actually just saying that because I know you were saying that, you know, you felt like emotionally he was not there. Yeah. But he was actually, he had Aww. emotions. When he was there. He, when he, he was, was there. there. The time you were actually breaking down. Yeah. So... I just wanted to say that your husband mm. is so protective over you mm. because when I was trying to ho- help him hold her, he was pulling her like you, you know. <laughs> She's mine. Up until and like I she am heavy, girl. <laughs> okay, not really. I am a so <laughs> heavy. Yeah, just like you know. But that was honestly just it was a really sad 
but it was also just a beautiful, beautiful moment science. to say because yeah. your husband was also there you know they were mm. both just so supportive we were exchanging okay. holding the, the no, umbrella, umbrella so yeah. that you guys at least had the shade and I everything I was like, holding my bag because <laughs> yeah. at that point it was just like a mess. yeah yeah yeah, yeah you know but um, you do have so much love. We love you guys so much. Thank love you. you. You are so sweet. You are so kind. Aww. Thank you for sharing your story on my channel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully know? we get to make the money you make on your channel, yes. child. Yes. So bring those blessings those here zeros. as well. Okay. Come through this way. <laughs> Tell your ninjas to subscribe to our channel, okay? Or maybe the... Well, no. Actually, guys, please watch and watch the ads. <laughs> All of them. All of them, please. And don't skip, okay? Please. Not skipping yes. is actually something that is really, really good. So anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining us today on this episode. If I said there's going to be a part three, I'd be stretching. <laughs> so part never three... Say never Part three might actually be on to hell and back. Okay. Yes! <laughs> Prophesy, girl. Prophesy, and then we get <laughs> deeper into this pasta and we oh visit him God. and we show him flames. No, there's more. There's more pasta. There's other than just that one. There's like, you, you all know yourselves. You, you know your pray for yourselves. But anyway, thank you guys so, so much. We love you and see you on the next episode. Yay. Bye. <laughs> Bye.